Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. Hope you're having a lovely weekend, and thank you for joining me to talk travel for a bit today, whether you're on the road or at home or listening live and streaming from rudymaxa.com. I'm delighted to have you here. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm a travel journalist, not a travel agent. I'm not here to sell, not to say anything wrong with being a travel agent, but I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to talk about how to make your trip smarter, maybe save you a little money, but most importantly, to bring you some interesting perspectives on travel from a wide range of people. Uh, there's no secret that river cruising, for example, is the hottest segment of the travel industry these days, at least for those who like to travel on water. In March, this month alone, I know it's the end of the month, in this month alone, a whopping 24 new river vessels were inaugurated in Europe. That's incredible. And setting a Guinness Book of Records, Viking River Cruises inaugurated 18 of those 25 vessels. That's what they call uh, uh, river cruising ships or boats. They call them vessels. We're going to meet uh, during this hour a vice president from Viking who's going to explain what the heck. I mean, how did, how did they get 18 vessels built then we're going to meet a writer with the international editions of Reader's Digest. A buddy of mine named Rob Keener. You've heard him on before. We had him on talking about the mall inside the Mall of America a couple months ago. He spent five days at the Mall of America outside Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, God bless the guy. Uh, on a dare from his editor, he went swimming with piranhas in the Amazon River. Really? He didn't swim. He went in the water with them briefly. But he lived to tell about it, and he's going to dismiss at least one myth about the fish with the fierce teeth uh, when we come up later. Uh, what's the difference between an apartment rental on a site such as Airbnb and something called a home stay? Well, they're all part of uh, what in the industry they call collaborative lodging. Is it collaborative lodging? What is that phrase? Let me look it up here. I thought it was, it was a new phrase to me. Um, I'll tell you that in a second. It's called, uh, that's the Viking guy. Where are we? No, it's called part of the, you're, you're, when you stay outside of a hotel, you're participating in the collaboration economy. That's the phrase. It was a new one to me. The collaboration economy. And we're going to talk about the collaboration economy with the CEO of Homestay.com, which is slightly different than Airbnb. We'll learn about that. Um, I'm, he will, uh, I'm sure, tell us the advantages of, of both, or certainly about Homestay.com. I'll have some travel deals of the week. Uh, let's take a quick look at some of, uh, uh, some of this week's news and travel. I mentioned that uh, 5.1 earthquake that affected parts of Los Angeles on Friday, stopping rides at Disneyland. If you're headed there this weekend, right now as you're listening, if you're driving there now, don't worry. Don't Kids in the back seat, don't panic. Everything's working at Disneyland again. They had most of the rides back up by 10 last night. So the park is open. Delta Airlines is finally introducing Wi-Fi on international flights, or at least three of them that fly to Tokyo from D.C. and Atlanta. The new equipment that uses satellites instead of ground stations to relay signals will be installed on 747s first. Delta says the service should be available on all 16 of its 747s by mid-year, and all of its international fleet should be equipped by the end of next year. So you'll be able to tap away on emails and surf the net uh, when you're flying across the Atlantic or the Pacific. Uh, could be a bit pricey. To connect, fees begin at $15 an hour and $25 per flight. So make sure you have an expense account before you spend you know, nine hours uh, or eight hours crossing the Atlantic and 
15 hours crossing the Pacific. Um, you might wonder why it takes, took so long. Well, uh, the technology's been there for a while. But, you know, when airlines uh, had cell phone coverage, uh, um, and or, or they have Internet coverage now, for example, almost all Delta flights have Internet uh, capability for the passengers on planes. All they had to do was put a couple little antennas on the top of the plane, and they connect with ground stations as they fly across the United States. Well, of course, there aren't any aren't many pieces of ground in the Pacific Ocean where they can put so that they can connect to. So this has to be satellite based. And apparently, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, the the antennae were on the bottom of the plane connecting to ground stations. Satellite, you got to put them on top of the plane. And there's the worry that uh, an antennae wouldn't survive a bird strike, for example or particularly harsh winds. So there's a lot of technology that goes into connecting with satellites that airlines and Internet providers didn't have to think about when they were outfitting planes with just Wi-Fi available over the continental United States. So that's why it took so long. The Business Travel Coalition on Friday came out with a recommendation to the Transportation Department that a modified form of using cell phones be permitted on, on, on board planes. The association, listen to this very carefully, the association suggested people only be able to receive incoming calls and then only be able to listen and not actually talk. Well, what's the use of that, you ask? Well, that's exactly what I asked. Well, the theory here is that there are these really important people in planes, and they've got to listen in from now and now, time and again on a conference call, and this would answer that need. But the, since a passenger couldn't be heard if he or she talked, fellow passengers wouldn't be disturbed. So in other words, okay, the cell phone rings and you can listen to a conference call, but ain't nobody going to hear you if you talk. Now, I don't, is there really a big need for this? I don't know. Imagine how frustrating it would be if, like, you're the boss of some company and you've got all your senior executives and they're doing a conference call or a conference meeting and you're connected by phone, on a, you're in a plane, and you hear something that just absolutely is flat out wrong or made you nuts or enraged you. But you can't speak because you're on the plane and, you're, and there's no way to communicate back to them. It would drive me nuts. Couldn't give them a piece of your mind? That would make me nuts. The CEO of an airline industry group, uh, Nicholas Callio of Airlines for America. Airlines for America is a group of commercial airlines who lobby legislatures and others in Washington to make sure airlines' interests are represented. Well, that group, Airlines for America, made another plea this week that the federal government stopped trying to balance the budget on the backs of airlines and passengers. He noted that on a typical $300 round-trip domestic ticket, you and I pay $61 in federal taxes, or 20% of the ticket price. Imagine if you went to buy a, I don't know, a shirt at a local department store and you had to pay 20% in sales tax. That's what you're paying when you buy an airline ticket. Um, you know, it's like a value-added tax in Europe, 20%. It's huge. That number is going to increase. That $61 you pay in federal taxes, very shortly it's going to be $63 in July, or 21% of your, that ticket price on that mythical $300 round-trip domestic ticket, or not that mythical, but that uh, example of a $300 ticket. Uh, the TSA passenger security tax more than doubles from $2.50 per flight segment to $5.60 per one-way trip. That's going to take out of our pockets as airline passengers $1 billion this year. $1 billion annually. Unbelievable. And that uh, divorce between Delta and Alaska Airlines, you know, Delta and Alaska are technically in the same um, alliance. 
and they're technically supposed to sort of be working together. But Delta announced that it wanted to create Seattle as a hub, which is one of Alaska Airlines hubs. So that's gotten, that's gotten sort of ugly. So both airlines are offering flyers who live in the state of Washington perks, such as bonus miles, status matches, free Uber rides to the airport for picking their airline. Um, but now the competition's heated up because they're cutting back on perks. They grant elite flyers of the competition. So check it out before you go. If you're a Delta elite flyer, it ain't going to be as rosy as it was once at Alaska Gates and vice versa. All right, stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk about this flood, pardon the expression, of river cruise ships. You're in Rudy Max's World. Glad you are. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Travel rewards usually take forever to earn and even longer to redeem. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the instant approach. Earn and redeem rewards instantly. Book a flight, use the rewards right away for your hotel. Book your hotel and use the rewards to stay longer. Book a package, well, you get the picture. Earn even more when you book using the Orbitz app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join today and get instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com slash rewards. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards. Or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Hey, this is Guy Fieri. Now, when your recipe calls for red peppers, chili powder, garlic, and onions, you got the start of some awesome chili and maybe some heartburn. If that's the case, roll out the Rolaids liquid. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. New Rolaids liquid gets you back in the action fast. Even when your worst heartburn symptoms flare up, Rolaids liquid dual active formula coats and soothes for rapid relief. New Rolaids liquid in your choice of mint or cherry. Use as directed. R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Now that's how you spell relief. Ron Delano, Attorney Houston. If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, you may be entitled to a tax-free share of billions of dollars that have been set aside for mesothelioma cancer patients. Second-hand asbestos exposure can also cause mesothelioma. Many patients were exposed to asbestos and didn't even know it. Call right now to get the facts about your legal rights and possible financial compensation. Call 800-764-3000-800-764-3000-800-764-3000. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at uh, Orbitz.com who are offering rapid rewards when you book online at Orbitz.com. If you've signed up for their rewards program, you'll get an instant credit of a refund of some of the money you're spending on airfare or on trips to apply to a hotel. Um, You can apply that that, uh, credit instantly, by the way, once you book your trip, or you can save it up and use it for... uh, uh, a future hotel stay. Just go to orbits.com slash rewards. It's free to sign up. Uh, you can go to the sh- radio show's website, rudymaxa.com, and there's a link to our sponsors, including Orbits, 
com. Well, as I mentioned, uh, uh, just as we closed out the last uh, 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 session, there's been an extraordinary amount of new river vessels for river cruising that were inaugurated this month of March. 24 of them. 24 by Uniworld. I believe AMA Waterways might have done one. But the leader of the pack was Viking River Cruises, who inaugurated 18 of those 24 uh, vessels. My producer, um, Janet Acevedo McDonald, was invited by Viking River Cruises to uh, be at the inauguration of, uh, I think, about 12 of those uh, in, in France. Um, how nice for her. I was back here working, and she was over with Viking River Cruises. I'm joined by Yost Awadog. Have I pronounced it correctly, Yost? Yes, very good. Thank you for <laughs> Thank having you. me. Thank you. He's the Vice President of Product Development with Viking River Cruises. Yost, did you, did you guys have some secret uh, manufacturing plant somewhere in the world and suddenly you just sprung open the doors and there were 14 vessels? You've got to plan years ahead to build these. How did you know river cruising was going to be so hot? This is a huge risk, isn't it? Um, we believe that the demand is there, and we Apparently. have worked very hard for, for 15 years, um, you know, spreading the word. Um, we've done uh, an awful lot of marketing, explaining what river cruising is, why it is a superior way of traveling, and um, it, it looks like um, the last few years that has really caught on. Well, we talk a lot about on this show but, uh, about the, the incredible popularity of uh, river cruising, but 16, uh, I guess you did 14 vessels in, in France and two in uh, the Netherlands. Is that how, what you did uh, a couple weeks ago? Um, we we uh, christened three ships in southern France, um, nine in Amsterdam, four in Germany, and another two in Portugal. Oh, my gosh. And, the, and apparently uh, Guinness Book of Records is recognizing this as the most ships inaugurated in one day by one company. But my point is, years ago, I presume, how long ago did you start planning these? Years ago, somebody had to sit around a table at your headquarters in Southern California or wherever and say, Hey, in 2014, why don't we roll out 16 new vessels? That's an extraordinary gamble. I guess not, apparently now, but it would seem to be well, a few I, years ago. We, um, we this is this has been steadily building. Um, we started rather modestly a few years ago with six long ships, and as as we carefully looked at. The, you know the demand, how quickly these ships sold out. We started seeing that we could build more of them, and and that's basically what we have been doing. You certainly have. Okay, I've gotten over being uh, gobsmacked by the number of these, Yoast. Um, tell me who your audience is, who, who your principal customers are, or your guests are, and where you are cruising generally. I, I think you're in Asia as well, but I'll let you answer the question, please. Well, our our guests are people um, 55 plus. Uh, they They tend to like to travel and learn um these are these are not necessarily people that are just looking for a beach vacation or um to go on 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 a cruise where uh the ship is the destination um there are people that want to to see countries and wherever there is a river wherever we think that we can build a good ship that that um meets our our standards we we sail so we're sailing all over europe um, we're sailing between St. Petersburg and Moscow in Russia. Um, we're in China. We're in South sea, Southeast Asia, uh, in, in Myanmar, and in Vietnam and in Cambodia. And um, we're constantly exploring other rivers and, and, and 
recognizing opportunities where they offer themselves. For, uh, my guest is, uh, is the Vice President of Product Development with Viking River Cruises. That's different than Viking Cruises. Viking River Cruises. His name is Yost Awadag. I'm trying to pronounce it correctly because if you saw it spelled out, you would not know how to pronounce it. Is, I, pres- is, that, I presume, is that a Dutch name, Yost? Or is- it is a Dutch name, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, for, for, if, you're not, if, our, if a listener is not familiar with this, describe the difference between what most Americans think of as a, as a cruise on, on an ocean liner uh, with a river cruise, uh, average number of passengers, what an average day or week might be like, please? Sure. Um, on an average ship, you'll have uh, maybe 200 passengers. Um, you will arrive at a ship that's generally docked in the center of a city, and um, you will travel maybe anywhere between uh, 6 and, and 12 hours every day, um, part of that is done during the night. We try to find a nice balance between sailing and spending time in port. But generally, you will have um, a visit to a port every day. And these are not affairs where, where you need to spend an awful lot of time getting off the ship. It's, it's really just uh, lowering the gangplank and walking straight into town. Oh, yeah. and, um, and then we offer included excursions everywhere we go. Um, we also offer the opportunity for people to basically do whatever it is that they please. We have a concierge on board who helps you plan um, your free time. It's it's a very leisurely affair, and um, it's it's basically if you, if you want to think of it as a as a coach tour, maybe, but a, a much better version of a coach tour where you have lots of space around you and where you don't need to check in and out of hotels and pack and unpack every night, but you carry your hotel with you. I will say that uh, Viking has, has invited me twice to be a guest on a complimentary basis on one of their river cruises. I've never uh, had it. My schedule wouldn't allow it. I did do a two-day river cruise. I can't remember the line. About eight years ago when nobody had heard of river cruising, I was shooting a television show, and we got on board for two days to take a couple shots, and it was wonderful. But now I understand, and I, I don't want to pander to you here, Yost. I know Janet had a great time. But I understand from other people who have gone on river cruises, that the food is is exceptional. The the offerings of food and wine, uh, the ships are in, in, impeccable and and very sophisticated. Um, so I, I presume what I saw eight years ago was maybe the pilot program, and it's gotten a lot better. I started with Viking twelve years ago, and and part of what we do when when we christen all these ships is we we, we kind of look back uh, from where we came. And you are absolutely correct. If, if the last time you were on a vessel was eight years ago, then um, you will not believe your 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 eyes, your ears, um, or your um, your taste buds, for that matter. Yeah, well, I we, really we I, made enormous strides. And and just the ability to just walk down a blank gangplank and be in the center of a, maybe a village or a town is is just delightful. I, I I want to tell our listeners that on next weekend's show, my friend Cash Peters, who's a journalist based in Los Angeles, he recently took a uh, river cruise with uh, one of Vikings competitors called Uniworld, and he, he went with a bunch of friends, and he was moved to write a book about it. And we interview. He's a very funny guy. He's a he's a Brit, and uh, he's been on the show before. He wrote a book called Best Vacation Ever! Exclamation point. And he meant it. It was not. He was not being sarcastic. Uh, so it's a great product. I hear nothing but rave reviews uh, about it. And again, as Yost says, uh, I'm a baby boomer, 55 years old is uh, certainly the age group they're looking for. But I can tell you, if you're in your 30s or 40s, you're going to enjoy it 
as well. Uh, now, Yost, just as a footnote, Viking River Cruises is going to dip its toe into ocean cruising, isn't it? That is correct. Um, we, um, we're, we're working very hard to launch uh, an ocean ship. We're, we're actually already um, contemplating uh, number three and four. A second ship is, is in the works. Um, it, it looks like that is also a... Um, an area where the the uh, the relatively small and obviously this is somewhat larger. This vessel holds about 900 people, but the the destination focused uh, cruising is is definitely something where where we see an, a tremendous demand. People don't just want to go on an ocean cruise enjoying the ship. Uh, there uh, there's quite a large group out there that thinks of cruising as a way to get to places and not just as a mode of transportation where everything that is enjoyable happens on the ship. If this so, sounds yeah, appealing, we, do you... I'm sorry, Yus, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go right ahead. Sorry. I was, I've got to wrap this up here. I just want to encourage listeners who might be interested in this and not familiar with River Cruises. Go to vikingcruises.com. You'll see all about it. If you've been listening the last few weeks, I've had a couple deals from Viking Cruises over the last several months, so there are often uh, free airfare deals or two-for-one deals. Check it out, Viking River, excuse me, vikingcruises.com. Yosta uh, Aradog, thank you so much uh, for joining me. Been a pleasure. Thank you. We'll be back here in Rudy Max's world. We're going to talk about swimming with the piranhas in the Amazon when we return. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Travel rewards usually take forever to earn and even longer to redeem. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the instant approach. Earn and redeem rewards instantly. Book a flight, use the rewards right away for your hotel. Book your hotel and use the rewards to stay longer. Book a package, well, you get the picture. Earn even more when you book using the Orbitz app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join today and get instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com rewards. That's Orbitz.com rewards. Or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Hey, it's Guy Fieri. If there are good times going on and you're not part of them because of heartburn, get back in the game by rolling out the Rolaids. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. Rolaids gets you back in the action fast. Its dual active formula neutralizes more acid than Tums. For acid indigestion, upset stomach, and heartburn, get rapid relief with Rolaids. R O L A I D S? Now that's how you spell relief. Use as directed. Acid neutralization may not correlate with symptom relief. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It's 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to America's Favorite Radio Travel Show, Rudy Maxa's World. I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa. We talked uh, the previous segment about taking a Viking river cruise. I don't think they've got a river cruise down the Amazon yet, but my next guest did go down the Amazon on a river vessel. He's a friend of the show. He's been on before. Last time he was on talking about spending five days at the Mall of America. God bless him. He decided to go swimming with piranhas in the Amazon as part of his job as a writer with the international editions of Reader's Digest. And he's produced a story with a fearsome, uh, if you happen to see the picture, uh, cover of a piranha coming right at you. And it's called Swimming with the Piranhas. 
Subtitle, are these vicious fish, vicious man-eaters or victims of type? Rob Keener, welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. Thanks, Rudy. Whose idea was this? An editor who didn't like you? <laughs> I think he was trying to tell me something, yeah. So how difficult is it to get on a vessel in the, in the Amazon where there are piranhas? I mean, is this, could anybody do this? Well, actually, it's fairly easy. In fact, a lot of tourists go fishing for piranhas. You know, they'll go down to the Amazon. They might go to an eco-lodge. As you know, those are pretty popular down there. And sure. one of the several things you will do invariably is fish for piranha, which means you go out and they, put, they bait your hook and you catch some piranha, and that's about it. And you I, did that first before you got in the water, right? I did, exactly. I wanted to carry it one step farther and swim with the piranhas because I'd been told a lot of the stories you hear about piranhas are exaggerated. So my editor and I thought, well, maybe we should go down and debunk some of these. <laughs> no, maybe you should go down. <laughs> what, was there a we going on here? <laughs> You're exactly right. It was a good idea for me to go. <laughs> All right, so you're, you're, I read somewhere, was it in your piece or have I read it somewhere, that there are only about six people in recorded history that we know of anyway that have been killed by piranhas. Is that possible? Yeah, there aren't that many. Um, there's a lot of myth about that, but that, that's, that's pretty much right. A lot of it came from when Teddy Roosevelt went down there in the, uh, about 100 years ago and basically wrote about piranhas. I think he was telling a tall tale, it's turned out. Ah, okay, so first you were fishing with these guys, and they were pulling, you were pulling up these piranhas, or they were... How did they look to you? I mean, did they look like you wanted to jump in the water? Actually, no. <laughs> Once I got down there, first of all, their teeth, these are not exaggerated. The teeth look like small bear traps. They're pretty nasty things. And for an example, to show how tough these fish are, um, my guide, Enrique from Peru, he told me that he had caught a piranha, he dropped it at the bottom of the boat, he picked it up later to show somebody. Twenty minutes after it had been flailing in the boat out of the water, it bit him on the index finger down to the bone. So these are tough animals. And you said, I don't know if it was someone on your boat, but in the, in the neighborhood that you were in, somebody showed you a f stump of a finger that he lost the yeah, other I, part I, to a piranha. I, I made the mistake of asking people after I got down there, you know, have you ever been bitten by a piranha? Expecting very few. Every person I talked to, these were all fishermen and farmers down there in the Amazon, They'd all been bitten at one time or another by a piranha, some severely, some just nipped. But not one person did not have a piranha story for me. And you, you said they, that, like sharks, they're attracted by, by blood. So it's not just because somebody's in the water that they might attack you. Yeah, exactly. The story is you're not going to be in any danger swimming with them unless you're bleeding. And I'd been told that by marine biologists and everybody. But when I got down there, it turns out that if the piranha are hungry, you're, uh, you could be some good bait for them. They can help you bleed. Exactly, so, yeah. So even after seeing the teeth, you jumped in, and you had a rope around your waist in case somebody had to pull you back in. So did you feel anything while you were underwater? Well, that's a good question. I, um, I got in there. We were catching a lot of fish. They were down there churning around under the water. I jumped in. I didn't feel anything for a bit, but I started drifting into the tall grass called the Canabrava. And then that's when I had a little trouble because I felt something bump my legs and something else. And I thought, well, it's time for me to get out of the water. So he pulls me out with the rope, which I'm cleverly put around my waist. And he was, my guide was very concerned. It had been joking until then. And I said, well, I thought there'd be no problem if I wasn't bleeding. And he said, who would have bit me? And he said, well, a caiman, a four-foot caiman swam right by you. Cause What's you're a in caiman? A caiman is a small alligator. And he saw it swim case, by you? 
Exactly. Yeah, in my case, it wasn't that. So I didn't see it, no, but he did as I got out of the boat. So they were very relieved when I got back in. In other words, they will be bitten by piranhas, but they don't think it's a good idea to swim with them. Right. And it, it, is a caiman capable of doing great damage? I would think so. A caiman, yeah, four-foot caiman is basically a four-foot alligator. So and that, and it turns out he lives in the tall grass along with the electric eels and all the other things I shouldn't have been near. So it was, in retrospect, it was pretty dumb of me to be swimming with the piranhas near other animals that could have done me some damage. So let's make this clear to our listeners. You know, Rob has done it so you don't have to. Do not, when you're in the Amazon, decide to show how macho you are. I mean, nobody's as macho as Rob Keener, uh, how macho you are by diving in with, in with the piranhas, right? Stupid is also a word that comes to mind. <laughs> uh, do you know if this piece will be in the domestic editions of Reader's Digest? It should be, yes. Okay, well, we'll watch for it. This, the story is called, let me go back to it's just a great, no, it's Swimming with Piranhas, right? Isn't that what it is? That's what it is, yeah. I'm looking, sorry, I'm scrolling back. Swimming with Piranhas by Rob Keener, who uh, writes for the International Editions. Um, is this a story you, you uh, tell to uh, attractive women at bars a lot? <laughs> this really works well. Fortunately, Enrique, the guy, took a picture of me doing this. Otherwise, I don't think anyone would have believed me when I told him I did it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Rob. Glad you're intact. It's my pleasure, Rudy. It's Rob Keener, writes for Reader's Digest. I'm Rudy Maxey, your genial radio show host. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Here's something you don't hear on the radio every day. Someone who can't see. I am totally blind. And I go through periods where I'm unable to sleep at night and feel like I'm constantly running but can never quite catch up. But this isn't a sleep problem. It's something called Non24. Learn about the link between total blindness and your symptoms. Visit learnmorenon24.com or call 855-856-2424. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. Ron Delano, Attorney Houston. If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, you may be entitled to a tax-free share of billions of dollars that have been set aside for mesothelioma cancer patients. Second-hand asbestos exposure can also cause mesothelioma. Many patients were exposed to asbestos and didn't even know it. Call right now to get the facts about your legal rights and possible financial compensation. Call 800-764-3000. 800-764-3000. Hey, this is Guy Fieri. Now, when your recipe calls for red peppers, chili powder, garlic, and onions, you got the start of some awesome chili and maybe some heartburn. If that's the case, roll out the Rolaids liquid. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. New Rolaids liquid gets you back in the action fast. Even when your worst heartburn symptoms flare up, Rolaids Liquid Dual Active Formula coats and soothes for rapid relief. New Rolaids Liquid in your choice of mint or cherry. Use as directed. R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Now that's how you spell relief. Would you wait a week for your shower to get hot? <laughs> 
Would you wait up to a week to feel maximum relief from your nasal congestion? Nasacort Allergy Nasal Spray could take that long. Ugh. But if you're congested now and you want powerful relief now, Afrin No-Drip starts working in seconds <sighs> and keeps working for 12 hours. So why wait up to a week for maximum relief from your nasal spray uh -uh. when you can start to get relief in seconds with Afrin? <sighs> Afrin, powerful congestion relief without the wait. Use as directed. Are you suffering from itchy skin? It's terrible. The itch you can't seem to scratch, being miserable and uncomfortable. You just want immediate relief that lasts. You need... TriCalm. It's new and not like the same old itch products in your medicine cabinet. Dermatologist recommended TriCalm relieves itchy skin in minutes, and it's backed by the itch-free guarantee. If TriCalm doesn't stop your itch, just mail them the empty tube, and they'll send you a full refund. TriCalm comes in a blue and white box in the first aid aisle at CVS, Walgreens, and other fine retailers. Get TriCalm today and get relief. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. I think I told you at the top of the hour. Oh, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, 43 minutes after the hour. And I think I mentioned at the top of the hour that collaboration economy is a whole new phrase I'd never heard. Apparently it's in the lodging industry, and the man who loaned that to me is Alan Clark. He's my guest, and he is the CEO of Homestay.com. We reached him at his home. Are you in Ireland, Alan? I am, Rudy. Hi, how are where you, are you in, Where are you in Ireland? Uh, we are in Dublin, so I'm sitting looking at Stevens Green in, uh, in the heart of Dublin City. Lovely, and how's the weather this weekend? As you would expect, it's a little cloudy, a little rainy, uh, fulfilling all stereotypes. <laughs> Just like every other weekend. Not true. I've been in Stevens Green when it's been warm and sunny. Alan Clark is uh, with Homestay.com, and uh, tell us a little about Homestay, and uh, we'll compare it to some of your competitors, and, and I want to hear the distinctions. But Homestay has been around for quite a while, and what does it do? So we've actually only launched in, in, in July, Rudy. Um, so what, you mean July uh, of last year? Alan, excuse me for interrupting. You just launched correct. in July of last year? Correct. I'm sorry. I thought you had been around much longer. My, my mistake, and I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, no not at all. Um, so, so we as a business, you know, we, we have a, a hostess present focused marketplace. So we believe that you know, there's an opportunity and an appetite for people to, to travel to different cities to you know, share that experience with the local host to, um, you know, for a variety of reasons. You know, our business originally was founded on the idea of online education travel, you know, was happening in the absence of technology. Mm -hmm. So, you know, students or internships or international students who are going from country A to country B for, you know, long periods of time, uh, typically would stay in a homestay-type experience uh, where there is a host present, uh, you know, for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, or, or, or longer. But they were the first time they got to see where they were going to stay was when they turned up at the front door, right. uh, which is, you know, in this day and age, doesn't make a huge heap of sense. Um, so we built two, two products. One is a consumer-facing website called homestay.com where you can find accommodation around the world and you can, you can book into it, engage with your host and, and make a booking. And we've also built um, uh, a B2B platform that allows people to build you know, specific uh, networks of homestays for you know, a particular purpose, be it for an event or if you're you know, a, a language school uh, who's got a network of homes and you need some technology to run it, you know, that's what we provide. 
So, you know, in a nutshell, that's what we do. So do I understand correctly that in all the homes that are listed on homestay.com, you as a guest will be there, uh, but there will also be a host or hostess also living there at the same time? Correct. Okay. So, you know, we, we, we see that there's, a, there's an appetite for that type of travel. Um, you know, what's quite interesting to us is the demographics of people who are using it. So it's everyone from 18 to, you know, 40, 50, 60 plus. Uh, people are staying for, for long periods of time, and uh, they're enjoying the, the local advice, uh, the, the feel of home, and, uh, you know, what the feedback that we're getting, you know, people walking away going at a tear in my eye and I've made a friend for life is, you know, some of the things that inspire us that, that, that this is a, a good way to travel. Lovely. And this distinguishes you from some uh, other sites that involve not hotel or B&B or resort states, such as Airbnb, where in some cases the host might be there, but I, I get the impression that generally there, there isn't. Is that your understanding of Airbnb? I guess I can't, I can't speak on, on their behalf, but you know, our focus is, is what you described, which is uh, the host being present, because we think that adds a lot of richness to the experience. Sure. Uh, and a, a richness to the, you know, our, our tagline is uh, don't just visit, live it. And we think that having someone there to show you around really adds to, to, that, to that type of travel. I agree. We have only about 45 seconds left, Alan. But in, in brief, is there any sort of, is it a negotiation how active the host is in showing someone around or, or cooking meals? Uh, we like to see the host, part, you know, to, to welcome the guys into the home, to give a breakfast in the in the morning, a light breakfast. But we don't, at the moment, we don't mandate, you know, a particular type of service. I think you know, that might, at present, take away from from that local feel. Right. So it's really just uh, uh, genuine hospitality, and I guess both parties can agree how much genuine hospitality they either want to extend or accept. Is that a fair summation? Correct. Okay. Correct, and you see that in the messages that are being exchanged ahead of time. So, so people get a good feel for what they're going to expect when they turn up at the door long before they, they arrive. I think it's a wonderful service. It's a delightful service. Great way to get into the community. Great way to have a local friend immediately upon landing. The website is homestay.com. Simple enough. Alan Clark is the CEO, and I'm delighted you could join us. And congratulations on the new business, Alan. Thank you, Rudy. Take care. Bye-bye. Be right back in just a moment. We'll do more deals of the week. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Oh, welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's been a pretty interesting two hours, I think. You know, if I don't say so myself. If I do say so myself, I guess is the way that expression goes. Hey, if you, uh, if you participate in the Facebook Follies, I have a Facebook fan page. I'd appreciate it if you'd take a peek and maybe hit the like button there if you like what you see. I post, uh, right now you'll probably see a lot of postings uh, regarding our guests this hour. So if you heard a guest and didn't quite catch their name or the... Uh, what they're talking about, there'll be a link to them. Just go to Rudy Max's fan page on uh, Facebook, 
And uh, that's different from my personal page, which I don't pay much attention to. But check out the fan page. And I also post some humorous items uh, uh, about my travels uh, during the week that uh, some people find amusing, according to the numbers I can see on my screen of people who click on things. So that's on uh, uh, Facebook. And my Twitter is simply Rudy Maxa, all one word, R-U-D-Y-M-A-X-A. And you can follow tweets. And what else could I offer you? Oh, yeah, well, if there's something, if you missed part of the show or if there's something in the show you'd like to share with someone else who might not have been listening, how is that possible? Um, we have podcasts that are posted of every weekend's shows. They go up on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, East Coast time at RudyMaxa.com. I also do a weekly, a daily, Monday through Friday travel minute and transcripts, not podcasts, but transcripts, actual written words. They're very short. They're only one minute long and about four paragraphs long. Those are posted under Travel Minute, also at RudyMaxa.com. Dot com. So that's what we have to offer you. Let's do some more deals of the week here. It's a good week for those. All right. Well, as you know, it gets pretty hot in Arizona uh, in the summer. So one of the nicest resorts there, the Boulders, it's a Waldorf Astoria resort. This is a pretty expensive hotel. Their seasonal rates dip as low as $99 a night. That's incredible. That's like 70% off what you'd pay, you know, winter and spring rates. Um, so... Uh, they say they're on the cool side of the desert because they're on higher grounds where temperatures are about 20 degrees cooler than in the valley. They've got something called a Truly Boulders package. You'll get nightly accommodations in a private casita, a daily $15 per adult breakfast credit, free valet or self-parking, 20% off spa services at the Waldorf Astoria Spa, unlimited access to the facility and fitness classes, complimentary golf club rentals and shoes, complimentary tennis racket rentals, Rates for this start at $159 a night based on double occupancy. That's not per person. That's for two people. The Truly Boulders package, $159. That begins May 26th, and it runs through... Did I say when it ran through in the beginning? I don't know. It must run through the... I guess the end of the summer, probably. At least through August, for sure. September, probably part of two. May through September. Uh, in Scottsdale, right outside of Phoenix. Great, great rate. Um, they also have something called the Take the Wheel Package, uh, which will have a rental car ready for you and available upon landing. Anyway, check it out. Um, as a little footnote, if you can't believe things are cheaper in the summer, on weekdays, Sunday through Thursday, green fees are offered at $65 per person if you hit the links before 9 a.m., only $55 after 9 a.m. Winter green fees there, two twenty-five per person. I mean, it's a huge reduction. You get out early enough in the morning, it's cool enough. So anyway, there you go. That's the boulders in Scottsdale, Arizona. What else we got? Get some more. Oh, here's, you know, generally when you look for cheap airfares to Europe, you start with London because there's so many flights from different airlines there that fares are competitive. But the taxes and fees for landing at London's airports have gone so up so high that uh, there's a new cheap city in Europe. It's called Milan in northern Italy, just below Switzerland. Um, why? Well, because a new airline started flying there. And so now there's more competition. Ever since Emirates launched a daily flight on that route last fall, coach prices to Milan have plummeted. They're now the cheapest in Europe, cheaper than flying to Rome. So if you're going to Rome, yeah, just go to Milan, grab the train, rent a car, whatever. Keep in mind, rental cars are pretty expensive in Italy. Um, anyway, 635 bucks round trip on all Italia, though the price is only available for early April. But uh, 634 no, through mid-May. Connect in Frankfurt with Lufthansa, 679 round trip through Frankfurt or Munich, excuse me. Those are incredible, incredible prices. So Milan is the new London. Check it out. Um, 
I talked uh, a little earlier about this war going on between Delta and Alaska, who are technically marketing partners. But since Delta's decided to plant a flag as a, and, and create a hub out of Seattle, it's really irritated Alaska, whose hub that was. Well, the fight's getting even nastier. Delta Airlines just launched flights from Seattle Tacoma to London. So Alaska is reacting by cutting a deal with British Airways. So if you fly on British Airways, Seattle, London, nonstop by June 15th, you'll get double mileage plan miles on most published fares. So that's that deal. Uh, another couple of cheap rates are Lufthansa. It's a month of cheap coach flights to India. Nonstop flights between the U.S. and India uh, are as low as 879 round trip from Del- Washington, Dallas to Mumbai, 959 from New York to Chennai, from uh, L.A. or Chicago to Mumbai, also 999. There's a 14-day advance purchase, and you've got to book tickets by April 10th for travel through May 15th, beginning April 10th. So you book by April 10th. You can start flying by April 10th and fly through May 15th. That's on Lufthansa if you want to go to India. Not bad. Do I have time for one more, Jeff? No, not really, do I? I've got to say goodbye. Well, I want to thank Jeff Ryder, my engineer, who talks in my head and says, time to be quiet because music's coming up. Um, He's here every weekend, and he makes it possible for my words to fly through the air and into your ears. My executive producer is Janet de Acevedo McDonald, who's on assignment in Texas right now, but she's posted all of today's guests on uh, my Facebook fan page. Check it out. I'm Rudy Maxa. I hope to see you here same time, same station next week to talk travel. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.